Welcome to the Rise to Action podcast, your number one online trainers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Perigini, and I am so grateful for you guys who are tuning in each and every single week. I own Built From Within, which is our coaching company, our online coaching company. I run my own facility, and I also run a supplement company inside my gym. Now, this podcast is for those of you who are are looking to take control of your mind and body without dumb diets and unsustainable workouts. I'm looking to change thousands of people's lives through fitness, and my goal is to get you to understand that fitness is beyond just a goal. It's something that is built from within. And while going through a fitness journey, I want to give you the insight on the struggles, the sacrifices, and what you actually need on this journey to tap into your true power. Using my client success stories that is backed by data and countless client transformations, I want you to feel empowered and sexy again, and you, my friend, could be next. And yeah. All right. So what is going on, guys? So we are joined with my girl, Christina. Um, Man, honestly, I would say probably the most inspirational client I've ever coached, most inspirational woman I ever coached. And uh, yo, so tell us a little bit about uh, your side of how we met. And then, you know, we'll kind of start there. Well, um, hi, everyone. (laughs) I met Chris on a seminar that my sister-in-law took me like, she was like, you gotta go with me. You have to, you have to. If not, I'm not doing it. I'm not going. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. She's, yeah. Uh, So my Cece was like, no, we go now and this and that. And she just, like, she told me, hop in the car. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> oh, let's go. I was not in really good shape. So she was like, no, it's about, you know, he's a trainer and he will give us a way to get where we want. And I was like, well, you, you can't lose nothing just to listen, you know? And I think I'm not pretty sure. But I think I was the only one with a pen and a paper in the hand because yeah. I am very OCD. <laughs> yeah, she was taking and, notes um, in the front. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. all right, she might she might be for real. I I am for real. <laughs> I take shit for real. <laughs> so that, so that, was, um, that was our side of meeting. I think for me on that end, that was probably one of the best seminars to date that I've ever put on because um, like, most of the relationships and the clients that I've got from that, you know, I still kind of coach and this is almost a year later. So mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah. Um, and honestly, yeah, I thought you were one of the girls that were going to be like full of shit, but if I was wrong <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in my entire <laughs> training career, uh, I was wrong, very wrong. Um, See, you can't, you can't judge a book by the cover. Oh no, I was. <laughs> so that was how so that was how we met how like how was the training you know when you first started because you were on a a fitness journey of your own and kind of like stopped how was training with uh me different from like or what did you learn from you know your past experiences um actually um I train a lot um 
I have done exercise basically my whole life, but it was more of a, just to keep in shape, not to the point that I wanted it. Like I wanted it to grow muscle. I wanted it to look extra, extra fit. Um, lose weight, obviously. It was not really my main concern. Uh, lose weight. Actually, I really wanted to gain muscle weight because I don't like to be skinny. I'm one of the weirdest females, I guess, that does not like to want to be really obviously the seminar too, but I think that was one of the things that initiated the um, kind of the collaboration we have now and also the relationship we have now, which is like, you yeah. came in with exactly the type of training that I enjoy to do the most, which is like, it's not so much fat loss. And I love that in itself too, but it was like, Hey, like I want to train, I want to build. And like, I don't care what it takes to get there. I'm willing to go through the pain and I'm willing to go through the uncomfortable stuff that comes with that. So like, uh, that's what started for sure. And, you know, we were able to build a, you know, a wicked transformation in six weeks. Like it was pretty ridiculous. Like we built quads, we, yeah. we had the hamstring to quad ratio and, uh, that's what really initiated it. And then, you know, lo and behold, uh, she's also a barber and, you know, she cuts my hair. So that made it even easier because I was like, yo, you take care of me and I take care of you. Let's do it. That's how we and, did it. Uh, and that's, that's really what started the trend. So like, in that let's talk about that transformation real quick like the end when you had that photo like what did you look back on like wow this is like the one thing I was missing or like this is the one thing that a lot of women don't do actually um my thoughts were besides being amazed uh from the first picture and the seminar picture that I look like <laughs> crap <laughs> um it was uh, it was just a warm feeling of proudness. Like I was super proud of what I've, I have got out of the only six weeks. I wouldn't have wished to just keep going a little farther, obviously, that I'm going to start again because ain't nobody going to stop me. <laughs> yeah, but, we'll, we'll um, definitely touch that a little bit later. Yeah, I'm not, uh, not ready for that one. I'm gonna start with not the, yet. Start with the start with the level of greatness, and then we'll, uh, then we'll talk about. So, <laughs> and when it comes to the workout, you know, the first uh few days that we started it, we uh, that I started with you, it was it was tiring. I'm not gonna lie, it was, but it was it was like fire on me like I I enjoyed it even through the whole pain like I don't want to do another one but you told me two and then two and then two and I was like he's gonna kill me but I love it because I'm gonna get to the point that I want mm -hmm. um I I I don't like to be a whimsy I don't like to be complaining I'm that type of person um if I complain it's believe me it's really real if I'm complaining it's because I'm to the edge of the cliff of mm. uh, going nuts but other than that my training for those six weeks was 
one of the most exciting things I have done. I will will finish my workout and I will look forward to the next day. Even if it was not training with you, I still had the app and it was just, um, I was looking forward for it. I was, I was just on, on, and it took me no time for my body to get used to a habit, a great habit of taking care of my body. Yeah, I think, that's, um, I, I think a lot of people miss that too. It's like in six weeks, we were able to build a pretty wicked transformation as far as like a recomp goes. And like, you know, it was, it, we didn't do anything really rigorous. It was just like, she found the power from within to actually come and show up to the gym. And we trained hard and outside of the days we didn't meet, uh, we had her on our app, which like just forced her in a position to where she had to kind of act like a soldier, which, you know, she was very accustomed to doing because she was in the military um, (laughs) to just go out and do the task. And, you know, once we developed enough wins in six weeks, you know, she was just firing on all cylinders, training, cardio, eating, you know, we were feeding the mind with weekly team calls. And, um, you know, she had a pretty good voice in the Wednesday calls to inspire other women too. So it was a lot of fun. I think that, it really like there's no secret to it each client has different pushings you know buttons that you can push to like make you commit or you know kind of guide you on the journey but you kind of just were open to like hey i just need to be pushed hold me accountable and you know tell me what to do and when you're executing on the game plan it makes it really simple on my end to kind of just continue to make changes as your body changes and that's really the key to like a six-week transformation and it can be done but you got to be fully committed like and this is coming to like ladies that are listening up or anyone really this is coming from someone you know that has kids too like has three kids that runs their own business you know and was working out three four days a week doing cardio three four days a week you know it's not rigorous it's just you have to be very structured and just commit to what you want to do and she was fully committed from day one (laughs) so i think that was kind of the secret sauce to that um we're going to change topics here so now obviously you know we got the solar system in the back so now you know, I think opportunity kind of landed. Um, I wanted, you know, <laughs> inside of my facility, you know, it's called Innovative Fitness. So we wanted to do something motherfucking innovative. So down here and uh, in, in this area of Florida, no one has a barbershop inside of a facility. So, um, <laughs> you know, kind of opportunity presented itself. And, you know, uh, I think when you're in business and you start to do it as long as you have, you know, 15 years, you know, as much as helping people is important, also having your own peace on the day-to-day hustle is important. And uh, I think that's what led to our decision to kind of, hey, like, let's do something different. And I don't know, talk about your experience of transitioning from like a barbershop where you have the opportunity to, you know, accept walk-ins. And now it's like, you have to sell yourself a little bit more, but now you also have your own peace because it's your own place. Yes. Um, not just that, um, because of, healthy issues actually it made it it has made it um a lot more easier for me um just to have besides my clientele new people I can't explain them what and what I cannot have in my environment um when I was in the barbershop 
with all the guys that I I love too. I love being with all my dudes over there, you know, making jokes and everything. I'm sorry, I just lost something on the floor and I'm going crazy for it. Um honestly, I miss them, but at the same time, I feel like I did the best I could to Oh my god, I can't find it. <laughs> when my phone goes, I'm holding my phone with my hand. <laughs> um let me just get it out of this thing. Oh my god, what happened right here? Let me just get it off of these. Um that's a Christina. That's me. Me. I I I, I lose everything. Um it's it's just me. But so you made a decision for yourself. I did make that decision um, based, like I said, in my health issues, but I needed my own peace. I needed to take care of my family a little better. And why not just to actually open a place that I can enjoy, that I can have to be my own thing. Oh, I found it. Yes. It's on the floor. Um, not just uh my own piece, but the piece of my clients. I like to have very any kind of conversation with my clients. If they want to talk about their personal life, I'm here for them. If they want, I you know it's like a basically like a therapy. I could be your psychologist <laughs> while yeah. I cut your hair. It's true. Um, I can, if you have any question or whatever, I will be there. You want to be my friend. There you go. Now I can actually put it here. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Now, now we're not yeah. going to. I think that one's big. I think that's, you know, um, one of the things I noticed too, kind of just being behind the scenes is like, I've had, um, you know, I'm loyal, you know, to the day I die. So like I've had um, one barber and I've struggled when I came to Sebring to find like that, that rock barber. But um, ultimately because I'm also in business too, like I, I think relationships and um, how you make someone feel is also equally important. It's like, you know, it's not just a transaction. And I think, I have never seen how someone do and have the relationships you have with your clients. Um, because when they come in, it's kind of just like, uh, you know, they're sleeping, you know, I know I'm always fucking sleeping, but they always are just so invested in telling you vast majority of the life. And, you know, you cut a lot of guys too. So like, they're so open and that's a miss component in you know, guys society. Like we don't talk about stuff and they do. So it's like, they trust you. They also walk out of here and they're definitely feeling themselves, all shapes and sizes. Um, you know, yes. all a lot of them are probably uh, insecure, but like they also, after that haircut, they're feeling like on top of the world. And now they're in a position to where you get a haircut. Now you can also probably work out. And after a few times, they're like, man, I should probably work out. So it's just like now you're elevating them to another level because now you're in a position to where new year, new me. But it's also like, why not? do both of the things that can actually help with a lot of your problems so yes I think that's super cool to see 
Um, also super inspiring. Um, anything uh, else with the shop for you? Maybe talk about like, you know, the first period where like you were a little scared even to open your own place. I think that's good to touch on because a lot of people don't have the courage and a lot of people don't have the faith and the belief in themselves that it actually can. Like, how was that transition mentally for you? Well, honestly, I have never been scared of a decision. If I have it on my mind, it's stuck there and I always make it happen. Mm. That's something that mentally people need to understand that it's all here. Um, you block yourself if you want to. If you don't get to do what you want, it's because you're blocking yourself. Nobody else is doing it for you. Um, you gave me a push, you know, obviously. Mm. You, you always was like, no, you know, you can't do it. And in my mind, it's not that I couldn't do it. It was just the fact that and when we progress with this conversation, people would know why. Um, it was a little, I don't know, I feel like it was not that it's not going to be worth it, but I just didn't want to start something and then just leave it in the ear because mm -hmm. I'm not that type of person. Yeah. If I start something, I need to get to the end of it. I need to see it succeed. I need to um see it go up the way I want to and a lot of people kind of like push me down more than Absolutely. pushing me up I think I want to touch uh, that for sure because like, like a lot of people told me oh the first time never works I want to um, if he doesn't just uh you can't do these you can't do that oh, yeah. you know you got a lot of places that you can go because you're a great barber or this and that and I took those comments, honestly, receipts. to push myself to actually do it and show them that not because it didn't work for you, it's not going to work for me because mentally I'm way stronger than probably you are now that I'm pushing anybody down. But mm, I, if, like, like, like I said, if I put something in my mind, it's going to happen no matter how I have to make it happen, it will happen. And um, I think that's the difference in between me and a lot of other human beings. <laughs> oh, no, talk your shit. You, a lot of difference between you and a lot of barbers. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and all business. Um, yo, I want to talk about that too. I, I want to, I'll talk shit a little bit, but I'll also like give this as a good business example. Guys, like, um, in a lot of people's case, when you want to do something for yourself and it seems a little crazy, oftentimes you got to understand, one, God gave you that vision, so no one else is going to make sense of it. And sometimes it's going to come from the people that at the time were probably the most important people in life or also people that you probably confided in for advice. It comes from friends. And sometimes those comments can hurt the most, but it also is a good push that you're on the right path. Because yes. when people doubted you, and like, man, I, I gave you the best advice because I was been through this situation so many different times. And out of all times, like I was like, I gave you the best advice, but I also didn't, 
I gave you the advice and I'm like, we're not going to talk about it after this. Like, this is it. You're going to do it this and like this path. And like, you're supposed to feel all that's this. It. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Just because I was so confident in who you were and I was so confident in that this was the right path. And I kind of just gave the advice that you needed, but also like let you sit with, you know, your decision. Um, so I didn't kind of like push it or anything. I'm like, yeah, like, this is it. Like, we're going to do this. And like, you sit with this and like, you should feel all these things. Like when you start something like a business um, outside for yourself, you're going to have doubt. Like you're going to have people close to you that are like, ah, like, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. What if it doesn't work? You are still working a nine to five and you're still an employee. You can't talk to me like respectfully. You can't talk to me because we're not the same. The way you think is a scarcity approach. You know how much you're going to get paid and you know your specific hours. And in fact, you know exactly what you're going to do before you even go into work. What we do is it's unknown. Nothing's guaranteed. And we have to work every, it's war every single day. So like, I love those decisions because um, also it's like the first time, you know, obviously there's an age gap, but like there was so much value and knowledge that goes into it because I've been in those situations and I had a really great mentorship as well early on. So like, uh, it was, I think that was like another level of where our relationship was because it became more of like, I understood where you were at in your life. And I also understand what was going on. And I also understand that you had to make the best decision for you, but I was there supporting it from like a health and like a peaceful state and like, I'm glad that it worked out for sure. And like now we're. And me too. And now we're. Like I am so, so proud. Not just of myself. Um, You know, I, I, even though a lot of people didn't thought I could make it besides that I'm a female barber. Mm. Um, That is, it's now is known, but I, like I said, I'm, I've been doing it for 18 years and um crazy almost two centuries yes <laughs> two centuries damn I'm 200 years <laughs> two decades two decades two decades damn I need to go back to school you, Chris? you, you yes you do so decades um, listen if for that I'll be a vampire so hey, I'm never gonna die I'm send okay it. with that <laughs> maybe that's where my mind was going health <laughs> live forever yes <laughs> um yeah I I think most of the doubt the people threw at me it was from their own insecurities my own circle of let's just say no co-workers but the same industry mm. like the same industry that i am in that they have known me for the longest they know my job is always clean i i am very specific when it comes to my job and everything else A big one, which this is, uh, honestly, this has been one of the things that I've talked about my entire career, and probably you're receiving some of that, some of that now is the level of professionalism that we both have. 
because uh, this can be kind of counterclockwise because like you're a female barber and you know most of your clientele i mean you do a fantastic job with jeanette uh, on women's hair as well um shout out to jeanette you need to get back in the gym please thank you um hurry up <laughs> <laughs> but um you also a majority of your client is you know you know fresh fades as you can tell from your boy um and most of your clientele is guys. So it can be kind of misconstrued, just like mine. You know, most of my clientele is women. Um, explain, I guess, like your outlook on on both of it, because there is a high degree of level of professionalism. And I think people, at least from my end, I think people don't understand it because they don't do it. And I think there's a level of professionalism because at the end of the day, a lot of people that talk about whatever, if there is a false world of any relationship that potentially mean you have, which obviously is false, but it's because they don't have something that we have, which is actually a good relationship. And actually we have both our own space where we can be who we want to be and affect yes. the world and people in a positive way. And they can't do that. Um, and I think too, it's like a lot of the things that people talk about in the street or, you know, around is, um, because their mentality, is such a old way to thinking that, uh, let's say you have the gym and I have my barbershop in the gym, you have your clothing line. And we trying to innovate everything in this town. We trying to make everything something different for people to feel comfortable, healthy, looking good. Um, we are trying to do that. And they see that it is a female and there is a dude. The guy deal with the ladies and the lady deal with the dudes. It's more of a cliche or more of a taboo. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. People apparent. think that because I'm a barber, I am going to, or the guys are going to try to heat on me, or you're going to try to heat on the girls that you are training. But like you said, our level of professionalism is to another stage like we don't need to do none of that to be able to progress we don't need to go through that length of trying to have personal relationships with our clients even though that it mm. is personal um but it's just health white personal yeah I me think is as a as a beauty uh part I love to make people feel great with themselves because if you don't feel great with yourself, you're a shitty person. You're going to be a shitty person outside. You're going to be throwing shade at people because that's how you feel. Absolutely. And I think so, a, a lot of it comes down to, and I see this all the time, and I'm going to continue to talk about shit on this for a very long time, and I don't give no fucks at all, is um, there's a period of... A lot of people that have the ability, we're talking about grown-ass men, grown-ass adults, like, with families and everything, you're pathetic. And I say this with the sense of, like, you just don't have purpose, brother, or female, too. Like, 
if there's a period where you see something like what we have, and there's plenty of other people that have the similar relationships and understand what we're doing. Like we live our lives with purpose. We are, have a vision and we're acting on it. You're so insecure that you lack both of those things. Oh man, I have, you know, I have clients that do this, but what's your purpose in life? What are you doing this for? Oh man, I just want to make money and drink every fucking day that I'm cutting hair. Dog. There's no purpose. Like your God didn't give you a vision because you're just not, you know, you're not really worthy. And then, and, and, and that's the thing. Um, on that part, God gave me a gift. I mean, he gave me multiple ones, I guess, but he gave me this gift just to show people that whatever you put in your mind to, it can be happen. You can make it happen. And you don't have to listen to whatever other people say because you're your own person. You were born by yourself. He gave you the power to be and become what you need to do with a purpose. Because God gave us and each one of us a purpose. Mm. If you make it or not, that is on you because he gave you the freedom to choose. Um and as it talking about God, it, it's just, it, it amazed me because he has put in my path so many people with great purpose and they do not really even go for it because the world is pulling them down. Their own people is pulling them down. Their own people, their own family is telling them, nah, don't, don't do it. You know, it's, it's not going to be worth it. It's not. No. If your purpose and you're feeling your soul and God gave you that gift, you sit. You sit and, and make the most of it because you have the power for it. And um, that for me was one of the things that keep pushing me. It, it's it's one of the most things that besides my kids and my family and my closest friends, um, they they push me to be better every day. And um, I'm always trying to be you know a clown. Hmm. Um, yeah. I'm I'm always like, yeah, oh, hey. this is true. Get uh, it. <laughs> I think, but, yeah, no, I mean, I think um, it's crazy to say, because, like, I think this was my first year, um, you know, I always believed in there was a higher purpose and, you know, one God, at least, but um, I think this was the first year, you know, there was a few people that came into my life this past year and, you know, leading into this year that kind of got me more in tune with faith and just kind of, um, I think everyone has their own path to faith. And I think uh, my journey has been a little slow. But I've been taking my own strides and, you know, periods. And I'm also understanding now that, like, um, you know, one of the biggest parts of our relationship, it was meant to happen in the structure it was. Because, like, I think we both gained some things that we both needed. And I think yeah. uh, I want to leave this uh, podcast with a lot of motivation uh, for life and also for fitness. Like, you know, I think... A big component that I have gained from you is like understanding. Oh, 
is understanding that um, there's just so much more to life. There's so much more to, you know, just being fully present. Yeah, yeah, no, I can hear you. Yeah, um, I'd say one of the biggest things I, I gained from you, you know, this year was like, there's so much more with being present. And there's so much more with like, you know, just impacting people and like you have the power to do so uh, with all the things you have going on. So like, if you guys don't know, one of the reasons why I speak so highly of this, you know, client that has became so much more of an impact in my life is like, she has stage, what is it? Stage four cancer, three, four, yes. four. And she still works out. She never complains. And every single day she lives with purpose and like trying to impact and make someone else happy. And she's going through, she's going through the ringer. She's going through levels of pain that no one could possibly think of. And yet she still tries to work out as much as she can. So when you think about that, like, and you really sit with that for a second, it's like, what am I doing? Like I ask myself sometimes, I'm like, yo, like, especially when you have like your chemo trips and you come back, I'm like, why am I tired at all? I need to go harder. Um, so what, what is your, like, where is your brain with this when it comes to like just showing up every day? Cause you have every excuse in the world to be an asshole. I know if I was going through that, I would probably be a little bit of a dick. Cause I would be like, yo, I can like I'm on, you know, if it was me, I'd be like, yo, I'm on my way out. Like I could be tired, you know, but it's like your approach is so more like with an open heart to everybody. And I'm like, well, damn. that question, my, and it's very simple for me to answer it, even though it's a very complex um, thought, it'll be. I'm going through these and God did not, he's not punishing me. He's not, I don't feel like it's a punisher. And, uh, there's so much other people in the world going through worse that if I'm able to get off my bed, if I'm able to open my eyes and breathe, talk, and I have people around me that push me to be better. Why should I feel sorry for myself? And I don't like petty. Like, I really don't like people. One of the worst things that people ask me all the time, and I always answer the same thing because I just want to cut the conversation right there. It's like, oh, um, how are you? I know you're so strong. You're doing so much. You should just like rest. I don't. I don't like to hear it because you know what? There's people that have no legs and they are smiling every day. There's people that cannot talk, but they sign language. There's people that have got third degree burns all over their body and they still smile. Why should I feel sorry because I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling tired. I feel the pain. You see me when I have um, very bad flare-ups. 
my skin just feel like it's burning, like I'm on fire, like I'm on hell. Um, my appetite, it's horrible. I don't like to take my pain medication because I hate opioids. Um, so I handle my pain the way I have to handle it. And I'm not going to lie to you. If I have to have two, three shots of freaking whiskey, I'll prefer the whiskey mm-hmm. compared to a pill. Because at the end of it, the pill is going to hurt my liver. It's going to hurt my kidneys. It's going to do so much more damage to me than anything else. And if I can handle the pain, I'll just handle it. Like other people, it's in a bed and they can move. They there's family that have people in a coma and they've been in a coma for a while and they don't want to unplug them because they're so attached. Like that kind of pain, I feel it's like even worse than whatever I'm going through. So for me, it's more of a mentally, I smack myself all the time. Do not be a bitch. Do not cry. I do cry a lot lately um radiation is making me very sensitive lately it's i could go from all right so uh yeah i think uh we'll kind of wrap it up with along the lines of like just having the motivation and the will to you know prioritize yourself and just have self-care obviously i continue to use you i'll probably use you for the rest of my life which is like this woman has stage three cancer a business and three kids and she still works out Need I say less? I don't have anything else to say other than that. When you really think about that and really sit with that, why can't you get in the gym one day a week? I don't understand. <laughs> Not even that. Like, if you make yourself a plan from the morning, you can't just, instead of staying in the bed for 10 more minutes, a 15-minute workout will help. You don't have to do two hours at the gym. I mean, that I would love to. (laughs) But 15-minute workout will do. Like, you just have to put your mind into it. Uh, Anything that you can do to help on your mental health, because everything starts with that. If your mental is not healthy, you can't do nothing. Let's just say that. So... Uh, from me, it's more of that. God has gave me the wisdom of keeping my brain straightforward for what I want. My friends, my real friends are always there for me. Even if I'm swerving, they'd be like, nah, nah, going the way that you're supposed to. So it's, uh, actually that's my main, um, How do you call that? Hmm. I don't know how to say that in English. What? Um. I just I I just want people to know that with God in your life and with your mental health being in the right position, you can make anything happen. Mm. Do not wait for nobody else to do it for you. Because you are your own person. And that is my 
main thought every day. If mm. I don't do it, nobody will do it for me. Mm. So I like that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I, I'm gonna make that a compound sentence <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, say, yo, like there's gonna be a level of fear and courage can't exist without fear. So to develop courage, you can't develop that without because you develop courage. Like unless you act upon those fears you have to act upon those fears that's where growth comes from and that's where you start to develop the courage and the identity to prove to yourself that like yo like i can do this and that's where higher self-esteem comes and you can in my opinion that only comes with being successful and that only comes with like actually putting yourself through training and resistance training once you do that that's self-care that's putting yourself first and through that you'll feel really good and you'll want to do more things for yourself and then you're able to and give I, more to everyone else. Like I always tell everybody, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. That's my exactly. main thing. I love that. So now where do they follow you on Instagram or if they're in the local Highlands County uh, Sebring area, like where do they get the cut? G? So um, my page at Instagram is Universal Galaxy Cuts and Style. It's a little mm. long, but so, as you can see, I love the universe and uh, I love the unknown because I'm a very curious person. I love my aliens. <laughs> you can see them right now, but you'll see them if you come through. Um, there's a link and you can make your appointments through it. If not, my phone number, it's on my site. You can text me too. And I'm located at Innovative Fitness Studio. That's located at PT247 US Highway North, Sebring, Florida. I remember. <laughs> Sometimes I still got to look that shit up. <laughs> right? Um, and uh, you can, you are welcome to come in, check the facility. The facility is beautiful. It's always super clean. It's one of the things that I love the most. I'm very OCD when it comes to um, my place, my workplace. And uh, Chris over here, it's, um, I think he's extra OCD. Um, <laughs> so that uh, was one, actually one of the things that actually pushed me the most to do what I did, to switch from a regular barbershop to my own place that I can do and talk and have it clean the way I want it, Ooh. when I want it, and I how like, I want it. I like that. I like how you so. did that. That's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this was a great podcast. I think uh, obviously, you know, uh, I'm glad we finally get to tell your story. I've been waiting a year for this. I know. <laughs> um, but no, I think, you know, this is one of those episodes that you kind of got to digest. You kind of got to, you know, maybe potentially listen to this twice um you know and because there's a lot of value in understanding fitness understanding mindset and understanding business and like self-belief so i feel like there was a lot uh digest this listen to this uh listen to this on a long car ride this is one of the episodes like uh one of my favorite ones i did this year so far so 
So hopefully you guys got values from today's episode of Rise to Action, where we talk about a multiple range of different topics from mindset tips, from fitness tips, and just different things that help you evolve into a higher version of yourself. And I promise you're going to leave here with a shift in your mentality. And if you guys got value from today's episode, I encourage you to share this with a coworker, a friend, a family member, or a you know, post it on your social media stories and follow my Instagram at Chris Paragini Fitness. Let's go.